0: Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Success Palette, a place to discuss everything that you were not taught in school about how to be successful in the arts. I'm your host, Soda, and today we are going to talk about community, the importance of community and how it affects us as creatives in this capitalistic competition Environment. So, to help me out with this important discussion, I have Paula, a very good friend of mine. She has a podcast called Talk Shit with P, and we talked about this subject recently on an Instagram Live because Paula was about to go to a really cool event called Afrozen Audio. Before we get in, into the subject, do you want to talk about that? event and the importance of events like that
1: sure hi everybody i am paula host of t and thank you so much soda for having me i can talk about community all day long <laughs> so afros and algiers is a conference Actually it's going to be their sixth, i believe oh yeah it's going to be the sixth i attended last year the first time on their fifth anniversary and it's mostly for Black creators to have a space to, to share and connect and educate and learn and inspire. But what does that mean? It doesn't mean it's only for Black creatives. Everybody's welcome, but it's catered to Black creatives and people of color. And, um, cause we also do need our spaces and our own communities. So the, the, the thing about that experience was different because it was the first time I'm around so many people of my color because I'm so used to going to Port fairs, like being around different diversity. So to be around my own people and um, see the amazing shit they're doing and learn from them and be inspired motivated and vice versa you find that people actually have been watching you and you didn't know because i'm there starstruck like oh my god i'm around all these incredible people but they're like yeah you're talking with me. we know you so but also because before i attended i've been part of their community online i've been showing up for their events virtually i've been um reposting their content so people notice those things because sometimes we forget that being part of a community means you give more than you take and and that's when you get more out of it because if you're just in taking taking it's not gonna work that's not you being part of community so i think seeing how um, black creatives work and being in that space where people really understand the struggles compared to being in diversity where people are sympathetic, but they really don't get to the extreme of your struggles. So, and to hear how they overcome it, how they get through it, how they can support, how they can show up for you was really an incredible thing. So shout out to Talib for creating such a community. It takes a lot to create a community that shows up for you. So that's a testament for what he has created to have all these people who are willing to give with no expectations. So that's that's the beautiful thing about it.
0: Yeah, like you, th- you think about these people who lead these communities, and there is a lot of work involved into it. So it's so important that we all we're we're giving back into the the pot because we're all benefiting from it. And I know we were talking a little bit last time about how people in certain demographics, like uh, Afro and and audios, like you deal. You you meant you touch on it a little bit about how you deal with s- certain things that someone like me might not deal with, and the importance of kind of coming together. And something that I've noticed is that strong communities often have a central link that brings people together a challenge. So as me as being neurodivergent, you know, or maybe my military spouse community, whatever community I'm in, if there's a struggle that we all kind of connect with, It helps us grow stronger. What are some ways that you have used your challenges to help other people in your community grow and help them feel seen and the importance of collaboration rather than thinking of each other as competition? So.
1: My podcast is um, about creating safe space for for creatives to share their creative journeys and and their mental health struggles. But that was after I p- pivoted two years ago. Before that, it was a, a safe space for people to share their mental health struggles, whatever mental health struggles you have. So by me creating that safe space and having people hear these stories or hear my story, that's why I'm very... If anybody has seen my social media, I'm very open with my struggles, with my depression, with my mental health, when I'm having a fucked up day, you know, when I'm dealing with grief, you know, I like to share that because I don't want people who are going through that to feel like they're going, they they can't share it. They can't find people to talk about it. And by sharing that people reach out to me to talk to me and to to just vent or to just get words of wisdom and to be inspired or just to have that one friend who's willing to listen. Because I think, um, sadly, the society we live in, people are not willing to lend a ear to listen unless they're being listened. So for some people to, to know that there's one person out there who's going to listen to me regardless. And it's funny that I say that because I just came, we just came back from Portfest, right? And um, before going to Portfest, I was running this, uh newbie Zoom part, Zoom meetings. We did four of them, and all of them, I would tell people, when you see me, just come hug me because I love hugs, and that's how I like. Like I just will run up and, and hug somebody so a lot of people were running up to hug me and as we hugged we connected in a different level as I stood on the stage and talked about my presentation I connected with people on a different level Until today I received calls Voice notes, messages constantly. Like I think I, I since I've been back, I've spoken more to the people I've met at Podfest this year, the new ones, uh, than even my family, cause. For some reason, they feel that I am a safe space. They know I'm a safe space. So they call me for every other thing. To to one point, I made a joke. I was like, I think I should start charging for therapy right now because I'm literally giving you all free therapy. But there's something about you, the person I am, knowing that out there, there are people who know that no matter what, they can call Paula, and Paula will be willing to listen And to vent and without judgment, because some of the things I've had in these few days, I'm like, damn, bitch. But then, sorry, can I cast in here?
0: I'll set this one as explicit. So,
1: I just want to, I didn't want want to, because I know some people don't want casting. So, I want to make sure I, I obey that so it's but it's a good feeling so for me and I'm leaving my brand my brand and my purpose was to create a safe space for people to be able to share so even when I share stories that I am scared for the world to hear um I went on a friend's podcast finding okay uh yeah finding okay um Finding Hecate, I believe it was, or finding okay, I can't, I can't remember. And for the first time in my life, I shared my my rape story. Nobody had heard this story, I'd never spoken about it. And I shared it, and I was so scared of this episode coming out for people to hear. And you know, most of the time, a victim comes out uh, and some people don't take it the right way especially when alcohol was involved or anything so you expect some backlashes and all that but i will not forget until today i received an email a message instagram message this person found me after listening to that episode and it was so long but basically she was saying that she's going through the same thing i i went through and she has the same thoughts i had and she's so happy she listened to this episode the strength and the courage and how i turned that around gives her hope that she can eventually she will be better cuz i am better and i took control and that that made me cry and until today i check on her every now and then uh She'll text me every now and then. We have connected our connection. She knows anytime she's feeling some type of way, she can come to me and talk to me. So that's why I feel like there's so many ways you can impact somebody in these communities, even just by sharing your story. You might think your story does not have power, but what comes out of it is... Helping somebody, supporting somebody, or even um, let me share an example of Wally. Wally Green is a ping pong player. He shared his story on TikTok in his community, and he got a message from somebody who was like, I was about to end my, my life today, and you gave me one more extra day to think about it. And that's a powerful thing to be able to just by sharing your story, you're encouraging, you're inspiring somebody out there. And that's why I think I went into the create, allowing people to share their creative journeys because when people hear that, okay, they might be here right now, but they started from here, they had these struggles, but they still kept on pushing, can be inspiring to somebody out there who's sitting thinking they have to have all these dollars, to create to create this dream, but you can start from anywhere by also having the right community, the right support, and the right mentors. And even if that means doing internship, if that means showing up at Clubhouse 7 in the morning, Monday to Friday, if that means instead of ordering Uber Eats or buying that expensive Louis Vuitton bag, getting a ticket to Portfest so that you can mingle and people So
0: I I hope that answers the question. Absolutely. I, oh my gosh, you gave so many good nuggets in there. And I would love to hear your thoughts about how we can create that safe environment, that safe community, because I know for you, basically, so for anyone listening, Paula and I are both in a community on an app called Clubhouse, which I do want to talk a little bit about How awesome that app has been for both of us! But we're in a podcast community, and I feel like I can say anything to these to these group of people because it's a safe place. And a big part of that is you, Paula. You know, you putting yourself out there, and I'm like, wow, Paula is you know able to be herself, and that makes me feel like I could be myself. What are some other ways that we we can create that safe place for other people? And can you talk also a little bit about the Clubhouse app and some of the communities that you are in?
1: All right. So let me start with the Clubhouse app. Believe it or not, back in the day during COVID-2020, I was very, very much active. We had uh, community connections. I was a moderator there. We, are, we would do so many events weekly, and my favorite was brunch Sundays where people... Come in with their brunch meal, and we talk about what we are eating for our brunch, and then have some questions and ask around. Um But as far as of lately, believe it or not, I'm only actively in the Empowered Podcasting Room. Like after seven, after eight o'clock, I'm out, and then Friday again until nine o'clock, I'm there. So. Maybe I will start getting back into other communities, but Clubhouse really pisses me off. And the only reason I really do make it is because of the empowered podcasting room and, um, just the, the way that communities, you learn, you laugh, you cry, you support, you share, you, you teach, like, <laughs> It's an incredible community. So shout out to Mark for creating that. Shout out to all the moderators in that room. I don't wanna mention names in case I forget somebody, <laughs> but you know yourselves. But, um, and they created that space for me to show up as myself. And I get praised by being myself. I get seen by being myself. So I feel like the way you can create a safe space for me is you yourself being your authentically self if you are not sharing your struggles how is somebody gonna know you are a safe space for them to come to you because if i'm watching and i've never seen let's say so that you have a community right and you're preaching about you are creating a safe space and you want people to come together and share but all the time everything I hear you share or talk about is happy shit. Cause you know, there are those people in, in social media who just share the good things, the uh, luxury, the extravagant, but nothing on, on the bad side, you know? So if I'm not seeing that, I can't relate. Cause in my head, I'm like, but she has a good life. She, she's on this level. Why would she understand what I am going through? Right. But then if you come if you're that person when I come into your community and I see you've shared if you're if you're grieving you talk about it if you have mental struggles you talk about it um you share the good stuff you share the the bad stuff you share the in between you're literally opening up and welcoming me into your space where I can see like oh my god, I feel like she can understand because she went through this and this so I think. People need to be able to relate to you. And that's why I'm always saying how important it is showing up authentically yourself online just as you show up in person. Because if anybody has met me, I'm the same person online and out, out, out offline. So you can never say, oh, damn, I thought she was like this because she's portraying this online. But then when I met her, she's like this. So show up as your authentic self and allow yourself to be, well, Mark told us not to use vulnerable anymore. So is it strong? Allow yourself to be strong, to share not only the good times, but your struggles so that people can relate. People can feel safe to be in your presence. And then people will just start opening up. And because I love those deep connections, so I'm always trying to make people uncomfortable so that they can get comfortable with me. And that has worked with me. Like, I literally say some shit and I'm very sarcastic. And by your response, it will tell me if I need to be in your presence or not. So I think that's the best way for you to create a safe space in my in my thinking. Because that's how I did it.
0: Yeah, I... I remember we were, we were talking about using the term authentically courageous instead of vulnerable because, yeah, again, with vulnerability, it's like you're putting yourself in harm's way, but being courageous and being authentic is more empowering. So I really like that Mark brought that up again, something, you know, learning from each other with community and something else that's been great for me with with community is making connections maybe, I mean, just last week, we I was on your podcast and you introduced me to one of your friends who I clicked with a lot and we're constantly connecting each other. And as creatives, connections are so important because we can't do everything on your own. What are some ways that making connections with others and also helping others make connections has helped you in regards to um creativity and fulfilling some of the the projects that you're wanting to work on.
1: Oh my god, there's nothing nothing I love like connecting to people. All my life I've been the middle person like even even if you ask my dad or my, 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 my friends back in school, my house used to be the after party house. My house used to be the pre gaming house. Cause I just like bringing people together. There's something amazing about seeing that. And I used to be very big on matchmaking. Like there's some couples who I matchmate and they, they are married right now. And I can take credit for that. But, um, because again, uh, I don't know if it's because I'm a cancer. Oh, I am an em- empathy and I feel things too deep. But I am also an observer. Like, I will literally observe things that most people don't. Even in social media, I read into people's tweets, people's pictures, people. That's why I notice when somebody is off. And like just last December, something told me this two people don't look like Their social media ain't making sense. And I reached out to them. And until today, they're like, I can't believe you actually could tell that we were not okay. And when I reached out, they really weren't okay. And I got to talk to them and be there for them. Because sometimes people don't want to to tell, but they are hoping that people notice. Because I think the idea also of social media is we are so... Used to thinking, oh, because somebody is posting on social media or oh, they're online or oh, they're this, they must be okay. But as us being creatives, we know sometimes we have to be on social media even if we are not okay. We know sometimes we have to post shit even if we're not okay. And some people schedule posts, you know, some people might be on vacation for two weeks, but they have posts going out every day, two posts a day, but they're not there because they schedule that shit. So, um, I dig much more deeper than normal people and um, I feel like, so when I started podcasting, I wasn't sure how deep this would go. I was just thinking that this is a hobby doing COVID and it has helped me get out of my depression. So when the things open up, we'll see. But then I started attending PodFest and this was just virtually. And, and I would hear the speaker speak And then I'd go reach out to them on Instagram and the way they were so quick to, to, to respond, to follow, to, um, offer me a consultation and to just talk to me and get to know me and connect me everywhere. That was like, oh my God, this world, the podcasting world is really about collaboration. So if these people were doing that for me and I was new in this industry, why can't I, um, Paid forward the same way. That's why anybody who comes to me about podcasting, I'm like, oh, you're interested in this. I know Simona. Oh, you're interested in this. I know Mark. Oh, yeah, Dominic. Like, you know, I, I, and the thing is, anytime I'm making, con- it has become such a natural thing that anytime I'm sitting and I'm talking to somebody and I hear something that clicks with somebody i'm like oh i need to connect you with this one because i feel like you guys will get along and, and, and create something and i do that because i want to see more collaborations because especially if i know just like you and and, and sonic who knows maybe your parts would have crossed maybe not but i would be missing out on incredible art incredible creation cre- content that that the world needs because I refuse to make a connection. And that doesn't mean Sonic is going to love me less because now you you two are kind of twins and are going to fall in love with with, with each other. No, Sonic is still going to love me. Soda is still going to love me. And that just means that... Oh, and now if, if Soda is in town and Sonic is in town, we can all hang out because they all know each other compared to, oh, shit, my two friends are in town and now I got to you know? So to me, I think it's deeper than that. Just to see people create together, like, it just makes me happy. Look how when we were watching on Monday Song Swap, when Dominic ended up being in Amanda and Chris's show. Just to see that the community working together and being there, I'm like... We need more of this. That makes me so happy. And because also I'm in a world where I know we can all win. Because what's meant for you will always be for you. And just because you meet somebody who does the same thing to you or you collaborate with somebody who does the same thing with you, doesn't mean it's dimming your light. Actually, it means more opportunity because they already have their community and followers. You have yours. It's just adding that up and you get more, they get more. And who knows, sometimes you need them for that inspiration that you were lacking or for that deal, because sometimes you might realize you haven't got the sponsorship or anything because you haven't created something yet. That's needing that. And then you guys end up teaming and you end up getting bigger sponsorship because of that collaboration. So anything can happen, and I just love seeing people win. So if you can connect people, if you can collaborate with people, like it it comes back, it comes back. And there's nothing like even when I was at PodFest, right? Um, I had connected one of my friends who was in Canada, and he wanted to start a podcast with Mark and with Adam. And just being there, and all of them were there, and, and this guy kept on saying, I know him and i know him because of Paula that feeling you know and we all took a picture but to just see that that connection worked and they created their own connection and they still love me actually now they love me even more because of that connection (laughs) so there's there's so much power and the more you connect people the more you put people out there Like me, even every opportunity, if I hear about an opportunity, whether I want it, whether I'm applying it, I will also still share it to people I know who can get something. Because if I'm not sharing it, that doesn't mean I'm 100% getting it. I might get it, I might not. But if I don't get it and I shared it to Soda and Soda got it, that makes me happy. Because who knows once you're there because I shared it. What blessings you're going to bring to me? So we are going to always be pulling each other. And if you have that mindset of thinking that it's going to come back to me, it might not come back to me now, but it's going to come back to me. And it always does. So why not?
0: Yeah. Like I've made some amazing, amazing connections just through being active in these various communities Have you ever found yourself in a community that was toxic or one that you didn't feel like you belonged in and, or have you ever felt like you were kind of an outcast and looking for a community? And if there is someone who's going through that, what are some um, advice that you might be able to give someone in that situation?
1: Definitely. Um, so first thing, let's make it clear. I'm never an outcast. I stand out. So everybody else is an outcast, but never me. <laughs> but um, I have left communities that don't serve me because, again, I'm a firm believer. Um, Since I started working on myself and knowing what I want in my life and what I don't want in my life, I'm more these days about if you're not bringing me peace, you you, you you need to go on. And I, just like family, not, not only do I unfollow them, but I stop talking to them. If you're not good for me, I don't care if you, we have been knowing each other since we were kids. I don't care if you're my family, but at some point, it got to go on. And I tell everybody, if I am not for you, if you feel like I am toxic, please unfollow, please block me. And you don't even need to explain because I understand because I am on that journey. So if you are in communities that are toxic or you feel you can't be yourself, leave. Cause nobody's forcing you to be there and you don't need to be there. And most probably they need you more than you need them. Cause I don't see anybody why they would be needing a community that's toxic or making you feel outcast or judging you or anything. And baby, there are communities out there that will accept you and, um, so that came to Portfest for the first time, and I always tell people this at Portfest, you will find your people, no matter who you are. If you're an introvert, if you if you think you are geek, you are not. You are um, uh, a, a sexpert. You are you're weird. You are whatever. We you will find your community, and you'll be shocked. So for me to witness that at Portfest, I realized that. I don't have to be where I don't want to be. And once you realize that, I think it all goes back to uh, working on yourself and understanding what you want for your journey, for your purpose, who around you is sticking to your core values. Once you know your core value and your purpose and you're legitimate at taking your personal journey seriously, then you won't stick in places that are toxic or um outcasting you, and you will find your people because, believe it or not, I cast a lot and um, even on on stages when I present sometimes I do cast, I am loud if anybody has met me uh, I always have a beer in my hand and um, sometimes half of the time, I don't know the shit I'm talking about, apparently, it's incredible shit because people keep coming to talk to me. So if I feel that way and I still find communities that accept me and actually encourage me to continue being myself in communities where I've won an, a community hero award just by showing up as myself, your community is out there and you shouldn't be in communities that don't. So my my advice will be as simple as leave Get the fuck out because you deserve better. And just remember that you don't need them. They need you.
0: Yeah, I wanted to mention that because a lot of my listeners, they are. I know we're talking about podcasting a lot, but a lot of my listeners are writers, artists, musicians who are in a community that maybe isn't serving them, is maybe taking more from them than they're giving back. And that's something that's very, very important for me. And I know it's important to you. It's it's basically what my religion is, is balance and this idea of giving and receiving an equal amount. So for you, how have you been able to really tell if you are in balance with a community and if you are actually giving and receiving a, a very similar amount? Um. Thank you. First of all, I want to say, um,
1: compared to the music community, I'm not sure about the writers community. I, I guess I will, I will find out soon once my book is out. Cause, but as far as the music community, I know, I know that community. Those communities are brutal. Like that's why in my head, when I was first starting podcasting, I wasn't really sure of what I am gonna get, right? But I decided to go into it open mind. So one thing is for sure, be open minded because if you go to a place with already some mixed feelings or emotions, it's always gonna feel off compared to if you go it with an open mind. And I remember we talked about this in our clubhouse room when Stacy and Alex ended up being in that um, a uh, meet up in, in in New York, and they almost wanted to leave because they were kind of put off, and then later realized it, it ended up being incredible and in how much it served. Them. So always going to things with open mind. But um, I am I am a good reader of energy, right? I read energy and I feel energy. So um, and my friends will swear on this because I will literally tell you, I will meet somebody and I'll tell you, Soda, don't be around that person and you won't believe it and you'll hang out around that person and then in less than two weeks you'll come back and say, I should have listened to you because damn. So I I always listen to, to my judgment and um, because I've learned to not take things personally, I also move like that. Like, don't take it personally, I just don't want to fuck with you. Like, that's straight up. Like, It is what it is. And it's okay because I'm protecting my peace. I'm protecting the space I have created. And as far as knowing uh, if you're giving too much or anything. So for me, I've realized something about communities, right? When you join communities, you can't just keep quiet. Because if you keep quiet, you're not going to get anything and they're not going to know you. And it's going to be useless. But when you co- join in these communities, and also don't start, as soon as you join the communities, selling your products or selling yourself. Join communities with the intention of nurturing those connections in those co- communities. Don't try to show off. Don't try to be too quick to to sell your products or to say what you got. Just show up for people. Support people. Post their stuff. Um, and those people who really, you can relate to, like they understand, reach out to them, get to know them personally. Don't reach out to them to offer your service or whatever. Just get to know them. And you will see once you start nurturing, cause it's all about nurturing. And the first time I, first year I went to Portfest in real life after virtually, I just went there not, not knowing what to expect cause it was my first podcasting conference, because my podcast started during COVID, so I never knew anything about it, but um, after I created relationships, but then it went an entire year, and next you know, it's the next year, and we are going back to podcast. but when I look back, I'm like, I really didn't do shit with these connections I made, so I went with the intention, I was like, okay, I'm going to forgive myself, because that was my first year, I didn't know what to expect, but also... Like yes, I connected with certain people who already knew virtually, and still, but it was like there was more people that I could have nurtured those connections. So when I went back the second year, I went back with with my word being intentional. I wanted to be intentional with the connections I made, and that's why even that's when the same year, uh, right after I came back, where Matthew, uh, Mark, fuck, Mark invited me to Clubhouse, and. Um, I met people, but my 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 intention was to nurture every connection, and that's why throughout the entire last year, I've made sure everybody in that empowered podcasting room, I've met, uh, I've gotten to know them personally. Separate me and you have our own connection without empowered podcasting room. Me and Amanda have our own. Me and Simona have our own, because I was intentional. So going to these communities with the intention of nurturing those relationships and it will give back you will get as much or even more than you're giving like i support i show up but what i get behind the scene is more than what i am giving but because i'm doing it intentionally because i'm actually getting uh making those connections. I'm intentionally nurturing those connections in a personal level where that we become so personal where even the support, the help, it comes naturally. The the recommendation. People recommend me and talk my name in rooms that I'm not even there. So that's all I gotta say. Like be intentional with those connections and show up without expectations and allow it to flow by itself.
0: I love that answer and completely agree and really love that you could just, you have that energy where you can just feel, you could feel if it's a right fit or not. And I'm kind of the same way. And I know that you also, with your connections, you do a lot of bartering and stuff like that, that which is, something I'm a huge fan of. We're going to be doing some bartering. And I know that you have a sponsor who you're doing some sort of bartering thing with that actually sounds really cool. A lot of my listeners are writers, so um, they might uh, be interested in hearing about something like that. Can you talk about how community and bartering has helped you with your creative projects?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So apart... Apart from that, also shout-out to the Mopad. Mopad. Um, they were the first people to actually have that better service because I just showed up for them. I would talk to people about them. They have a service that, um, oh, my God, how am I not remembering what the fuck they do? It helps um, push your episodes, your downloads. But um, they had a program for big networks like Oprah, call me da- call, call me daddy call, whatever those those are their clients so it, it's people who had a thousand downloads and stuff and just by the connection that i made and just constantly showing up and i met them at portfest and they came on my podcast and they surprised me they're like since meeting you we have decided to, to start a mini version for people who have less than a uh, hundred downloads so that they can also get and they're like the first person we would like to offer it to for test drive is you. So those opportunities, I'm like, wait, what? You wanna give me free? And that shit skyrocketed my 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 episode. Like it was the first episode that got past three hundred downloads. And then but not only that, it made people go listen to my older episodes and my older episodes were being downloaded. So this is not just um Pushing numbers up. These are real people who are listening, who are coming back and listening to the older episode. It was such an amazing thing. And they do a lot of that for me. Even sometimes when I haven't used the program in a while, they email me. Hey, is everything okay? Is there a problem there? How can we help you? How can we serve you? They offer to give me subs and stuff. All because of the connection we made and just me constantly showing up for them, um, sharing about their product. They don't pay me. They didn't ask me to talk about it. I just do it because I believe in it and I believe in them and they're my people. And the same thing happened with the sponsorship you're talking about. And it's funny because right before that, uh, a company had reached out to me wanting me to be a sponsor. They had found me and I was so excited because nobody had like most of the time I have to reach out to the sponsor. So, you know, when you find, when you get that first email of a sponsor, they find, found you by uh, your podcast or your social media and they want to work, work with you. So I got very excited and I remember I reached out to Simona. I was like, how do I, my, how do I price my, my prices? So Simona helped me again. Simona is empowered podcasting room. She didn't charge me or anything. She literally walked through with me for, for free. She helped me, she advised me and, and it was amazing. So when I went back to them, they didn't like the price. And most of the time, you know, when you're money hungry and you're excited about your sponsor, you can easily be like, okay, I'll low it down. But to me, again, my instincts was like, as much as I need this money, it just didn't feel right. So I said, never mind, maybe next time. And as soon as I said no to that deal, shout out to Eliquity, who has um she has a travel good and free podcast, she has a caring for your old parents podcast, and she also has a Write For You podcast and company. She writes your books, she's an editor and she works with you. Um, or she can coach you through it. Um so I have been talking about writing my book for the past three years. I have literally wrote like three pages. I keep on every time I pretend I'm, I'm I'm working on my book. I am literally staring at the same three pages for the past three years. So, um, she came to me and she was like, Paula, you, uh, you always wanted to w- write your book. How's that going? I was like, man, and this was right after PodFest. Cause again, I had met her virtually way before. And even the first podcast when I went, she was there, but remember when I said I didn't nurture those connections that year. So the next year when I went, I nurtured that connection. Even this year, she became my, one of my roommates. I nurtured that connection to the extent she's, she, she, she knows me. She knows my work ethic. She knows my struggles. She knows where I am good at. So when people really get to know you personally they know if they can help you or not, because they know where you're coming from. They know what you're willing to do. They know what you want to achieve. They know how they can help you achieve and if you deserve it or not, because nobody's going to help if you're not really working yourself on that shit, right? So she came to me and she was like, "Um, how about I sponsor your podcast and I help you? I was like, fuck yes. So we got on a call and this, and the amount that she charges for is it two or three hours per per month is the same amount I had given those people what, who wouldn't like my price, so it was like, "Oh damn, and this was, sometimes i i I am a firm believer in that saying. All money is not good money. There was a reason why I had to deny that one because now I have a better deal. Am I getting money? No. But is my book getting done? Hell yeah. is then that a better deal? Because, you know, editors are expensive and all that. So all I had to do was, which also I can turn it into an audio book because all I did was I recorded myself. And then she transcribed it for me and then uh, we went through it together she, uh, she was editing it. And because also she knows me so well, like when she brought back the chapters that she was writing, I was reading them and I was like, oh my God, you really write like it's me. Like I was reading it and I felt like I was the one who wrote it. And that's the power of also working with somebody who actually knows you. They can actually get you seen so we've been working on my book and uh we're almost done and um she also does websites and seo so i because my book is almost done and i still had some extra hours i ended up she ended up offering she's like you know we can put those extra hours to your website and get your seo and landing page for your book So imagine if I had paid somebody else, or if I was working with somebody who doesn't know me, probably they wouldn't even offer that. They would have charged me more for that. But here she is willing to help me and make all this because she believes in me, she knows me and she knows I'm worth it. And she even told me, she was like, even if I don't get clients from the, the ad on your podcast, it's still. An amazing thing that we are collaborating together. And I wouldn't have picked a better editor than her. So yeah, I'll shout out to Eliquity, right for you. And that's the power of connections. That's the power of community. I met Eliquity through PodFest. And then we both started attending PodPulse. Shout out to Adam Shively; He has a podcast called uh Podcasting Business School, which he does something incredible. Once a month he has a Zoom pod pulse where he teaches for twenty minutes and then the next twenty minutes is for everybody. He he always sends an email and then it always gets full, like twenty people, thirty people, and it's it's a live recording. But then he all those people get to to share about themselves, their podcast, what type of guests they're looking and which type of guests they want to be. And this gets to be on his platform. So, people can hear you not only the people were there and but most of us also still connect from there because i've gotten guests and i've been on different shows because of that so i met her in that as well and from there actually you met adam because we were on his talk before i took you to go meet uh mark and stacy you remember when we were in his talk and it got packed real because adam he, he You want to learn podcasting? He's he's one of your men to go to. So, and then I met her through that and Adam has been a big success in my podcasting. He gives a free audit. You just have to sign up and they get like booked throughout, but he does give free audit. He gave me an audit last year on my birthday, um, which was fun because I got to celebrate today. But then here's the reason why I have created Shit Happens from his audit. And People, again, these communities, you find people who are just willing to help you because they want to see you win. They get to know you personally. They're not selling your program. Adam has incredible programs because he's a coach. But in the entire five, five, four years of me knowing him, he has never once sold me his package. But I know once I have money, I am going to hire him because of all that things you have
0: helped me with for free in this time. I love these stories of collaboration. I'm in I'm in a group on Clubhouse again called Women into Networking and I've had a lot of those kind of bartering things with them. I will you know, make some art for them, have them on my podcast, and they will help me maybe with a free social media strategy session. or um, I also collaborate with my sisters who are musicians, and then I'll do art to their music. And something I've really, really been trying to push in the creative communities, especially with uh, this threat against with AI and everything one of the biggest things that i believe we could do is by working together and i know that some people have had some bad experiences with collaboration but for me they've all been really great and i i know with with you i was able to you know make make the little logo and i was
1: was about to say literally believe it or not i am creating a new a consulting firm and i was trying to figure out how to create my, my logo and it just didn't work. Nick offered some AI tools that can help me. And I still didn't feel like it's something felt off. But then again, imagine if I didn't have these communities, I could have easily gone to Fiverr and paid somebody. Right. But then I was like, wait, Soda made my shit happens logo. Let me reach out to Soda. And it was funny when I texted her, Soda. I need to talk to you. And she was like, oh my God, I was just literally thinking about you. And I even told you- I was literally listening
0: to your Instagram live when you texted me. And I went to my text to text you. And I tell your text,
1: that's what it was meant to be. Because I even told Soda, I am willing to pay. I, I don't want you to do it for free for me. I am willing to pay and say that like, I actually need your help with your with this expertise because you're good at this. So you help me with this and I help you with that. And that works. And that's the power of community. Like that's the power of this connection. Because even if we were together with Soda in a community, I don't know if I would have gone to her or not, but because we also have this personal connection, like I really know I love her and she drew me before for free. And I loved it to to the extent that I created a a logo for shit happens with it. But so it's amazing. Hey, I didn't draw it for
0: free. I drew it because you were willing to come in do an interview so it was a thank you for that I I it, but isn't, for but no, nobody nobody else
1: ever draws shit for nobody for coming on their show right so for me it's like you don't expect it but it's a good surprise like now after sharing that story now everybody wants to come on your podcast because everybody wants a, a, a drawing by Soda. It's a, it's a good it's a good investment. Like Soda does never have to worry about getting guests on a show because if she just tells them you will get an art piece, everybody wants to come in. But it, it's funny because even when we were at Postmates, um, somebody came to me and they're like, I met Soda. She drew your your, 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 your I, I, I saw the piece she drew for you. I'm like, I love to hear that. Imagine somebody she just met and sort of in the beginning, because her she was kind of shy and unsure and everything, but she literally blended in so well, because makes you blend in so fucking well. Like you come there scared, but in less than two minutes, you're already meeting everybody. Everybody's talking to you and everything. So to be able to see somebody tell me that i met soda Our art is amazing i saw your piece it was great that makes me happy like yes she's incredible like you know
0: so it's things like that i was so nervous to go <laughs> and then just as soon as i walked in the door to podfest like you saw me right away and just ran up and gave me a hug and it, that just alone gave me the confidence to really um you know, not be too scared to go out and meet people. So I really appreciate that. And I want to kind of close by asking you one, where can we find you? Cause now everyone's gonna want to know all about you and everything about your podcast and Instagram and everything. But also what are some final thoughts that you want to give about the importance of really loving this idea of a community and not feeling like you have to do everything yourself
1: if you want to succeed the right way you need the power of community and you need to be willing to ask for help because nobody's going to come help you if you're not asking for help and that's why i always like to share my struggles when i tell people i'm a broker's bitch I have I live paycheck to paycheck. I'm looking for a job in podcasting industry. It's not to shame myself. It's because I want to get out of that situation. So somebody out there who's listening or something can be like, yo, there's this job. Paula can get it. Yo, there's this opportunity. Give it to Paula. But do you think they bring the opportunity to me if my mouth is shut? That saying that says close mouth don't get fed. It's a reality. And, um, embrace the power of communities intentionally by nurturing those connections show up for those communities like do you think most of us like waking up at seven in the fucking morning where we could be sleeping I mean Soda is how many hours behind and and she has to wake up (laughs) but we go into those rooms because of how much they pour back into us as well so you gotta show up. Don't expect things to come to you if you're not showing up. If you're not supporting, and people think supporting is always buying things. No, sometimes. And people understand you don't have the money, but you can post it. You can share it. You can tell your friends about it. You can go leave reviews. You can go to their events. You can. There are so many ways to support without using money. So use that. If you can share Beyonce or Rihanna. You can share your friend's shit, and you can find me anywhere. I'm on every social media. By talk shit with P, come hang out with me. New match is coming out. We are getting excited. A lot of amazing things are about to happen. Rap shit with P consultation is gonna be born. Merchandise for shit happens, and talk shit with P is gonna be by pre-order. So only selective people. In the meantime, I don't want everybody shit. So you gotta fuck with me to actually rock my shit because I am very selective with my brand. Okay. And that's okay. You you need to be selective with your brand, just like how you protect your peace.
0: Yes. And I am very honored that, that you let me help wrap your brand. So, <laughs> so thanks again for coming on. I loved this conversation and I will, be seeing you around on instagram then (laughs)
1: yes well tonight i will be seeing you around uh, our empire podcasting room night which everybody should come to the friday if you can't wake up at seven to eight come to the nine to ten we normally get wild while learning and supporting and just they can't see my
0: wild side
1: But how else are they supposed to connect with you if you don't show them your wild sex? Okay, all right. We also, we're talking about connecting with people. You, they need to see all the sides. Okay, if you, I mean, you want
0: to
1: see... I so mean, they want to get to time. see... They want, <laughs> Wait, they won't get to see the side that I saw when we had the after party with you and Sonic, but they can get to see, because even I was shocked about that side, so there's there's
0: layers to soda, y'all, there's layers. I'm not being fake, I'm just slowly introducing myself to everyone, you know, but.
1: um. You can just, you can just. Get naked in front of people without knowing if you're safe or not. you gotta you know some people I know I'm quick, I just get all in, and that's my personality, and some people take a little bit longer, but it does come the more you trust somebody, the more you let loose and that's okay. There's nothing bad about that as long as you as long as you you know are willing you to keep be evolving. I'm looking yourself. forward to more after parties with you and because I really enjoyed
0: that. I was like okay i was right this connection needed to happen (laughs) because everyone's seen diet soda you know like like it's still soda just diet soda just some people have seen fully exploding carbonated soda so anyway (laughs) yes join us on clubhouse i'll put the link in the show notes and any links that you want to send me paula i'll put them down below and we will all have an awesome party Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Success Palette. For social media links and bonus episodes, you can go to thesuccesspalette.com. And please, let's make it a successful week.